I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, so now on to the next game, Manly v. the Tigers. Um, uh, my first note is I don't agree with the no-try Tigers, but I can't remember what the fucking try was. <laughs> yeah, it's I helpful. I don't remember um, it either. Yeah, neither. I'll, I'll look it up. I think it's a stru- obstruction, maybe? Maybe it's obstruction? Probably a good Anyway, um, great try. What about Ben Trevojevic? How good was he? Uh, played the back row. Played. He was the best Trevojevic on the field. Um, what did you guys think about the Manly's Tigers game? Yeah, I mean, just just as Naburbo took after the game too, like he he genuinely thought he was playing centre yeah. until an hour or so before Olakuatu ruled out. I'm not sure what with, but uh, pretty big shoes to fill there, especially with the way that Manly play. Uh, and I thought he did an incredible job. Couple of defensive things that um, still needs to sort out, but he's young. That'll come. Um, I will say that ten in the bin. I thought that was outrageous, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong because I missed like a couple minutes, and I know that they said that there was a lot of penalties. But I thought that 10 in the bin was super harsh. What did you guys think? What do you reckon, Timmy? I know. I'm trying to remember. You heard Kamanu because it changed so, the whole game. Yeah. Um, There's a knock on. Again? There's a knock on, a scrum. Yeah. Then uh, they're offside. So as in they're offside off the scrum. Yeah. And then, so they get called six again. And then Kamanu just lays in the player because it's already six again. Yeah. Gets so sent for 10. Yeah, so it was a re- repeat penalty sort of one. But, but like, it was a penalty, like... We see this happen in every game. If you give a six again away, then just lie on them because it's a six again anyway. It doesn't impact the play at all because it's already a six again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ten in the bin. The, the, those, those penalties they give away or six against the other way, which is nearly every time uh, a team's defending a scrum in their own 20 where they just fly up off the line because they're like, stuff it. It's one tackle. We'll give it away and nullify an attacking opportunity. I think refs would hate that because mm. they're like, it's not it's like it's effectively a professional foul. Like yeah. they they get off the line early on purpose, they're giving away a penalty on purpose, but it's not severe enough to send to the bin for professional foul. So, you know, maybe that's the ref just going in the back of his mind, that pissed me off. There's been repeated penalties, someone's gonna go for this. That might be a bit dramatic, Ten, but yeah. it's um Ten in the bin that, for that. I couldn't the, believe the impact that, that had on that oh. game, like 
I think Tigers fans can take a lot out of that game, just totally like agree. they could the Dragons lost the week before. Totally agree. They they were in that up to their necks um, up until that Simbin. Can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. It was four nil until the Simbin. Yeah. It was ten nil during that time. From the Simbin onwards, it was twenty two all. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two um. tries while Utakamana was off the field, who was also a fresh bloke who'd been on the field for about two minutes. So that hurts as well. Um, right, the Tigers. God, I'd take a lot out of their last two, three, four weeks. Mate, they, they, they look like they look like a side that, you know, basically they have an identity. Like they're coming out and they're ripping and tearing for each other. They they look like a different side, a different side. I think you got to also remember that for me, when I look at the West Tigers the last four weeks, the most impressive thing has been their right edge. They went into this game without Leilua, without Nofaluma. Mm. So uh, to do it, I thought it was very impressive. And yeah, I spoke a, lot last, well, a few weeks ago about the impact that Simbins have, not only in the 10 minutes, but the time after. I think there was one team out of like 25 that had won or drawn that period after. The Tigers were 22 all after that. Yeah. At Brookvale yeah. with Turbo. Mate, I think Tigers fans should be super happy with that performance. Mm. Super happy. To go 10 in the bin and, you know, they were in that game like, you know, towards the end there, yes, the mainly scored a couple of tries, but they were in the game. I, I think the Tigers fans should be super, super proud. Now, if it, I can understand the argument of fans that say, regarding the 10 of the bin, they'd given away something like six or seven repeat sets and that's where it came from. But when you actually look at the penalties towards the end of the game, and maybe the 10 of the bin is what stopped the Tigers from laying in the ruck, I, I'm not sure. But like, when you look at the infringement, so uh, the Manly had... Um, Three, four, seven, uh, ten infringement discipline, and Tigers had nine, uh, three, so fourteen. So basically, no, sorry, thirteen. So only three more. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if if the end result is only have three more penalties, are they really that much worse lying in the ruck? I don't think so. I, I thought that ten in the bin was too harsh, but I can understand people that say there was a bunch of six against early on in the game, and it was to for, it was to stop Tigers from laying in the ruck. So I can I can respect that angle on it. I just think it was a little bit harsh. Also, Stefano had only been on the field for I think it was two minutes, and he's a key player. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't even he probably wasn't even on the field for the first infringement when they got the warning. Uh, I just looked it up. The no try was when Stavatua ran behind Alex Seifarth and then passed it to the winger. Yeah, scored in the corner. That was the no try. And but the guy had no impact on the play though, did he? Yeah, but he like slightly ran, like caught the ball behind him, and then he, he caught it on his on his inside inside though, shoulder. He? Yeah, it's cut and dry. So oh, just, actually, yeah, yeah, I remember it now. Oh, see, I think with that, like, let's use common sense. They got through the line. Stafford Cole was like ten meters behind him. They were, didn't affect. It literally didn't affect anything. I understand the cut and dry. I understand it, and mate, and I understand the negative effects it can have if you start using common sense because then there's a grey area, and then all of a sudden, you know, ones get put tries and ones not. So I, I get it. Like I, it's just like when I see that, I'm like, man, come on. Like it had no effect on the play. It was just purely timing. Like it wasn't. No one's shoulder got hit. No one's run got checked at the in the slightest. But. Yeah. It's, it's, fr- it's frustrating one, isn't it? But it's like, if they awarded it and they're like common sense, you know, all the footy fans, you know, new beauty, like good result. Yeah. They're then going, well, the one last week was a no try because yeah. it was in shoulder and then there's just no consistency. It's a slippery slope. So, yeah, yeah. No, uh, just, yeah. I get it's it. It's annoying, but you have to. Uh, yeah, I, I totally get it. I, I just, the obstruction one for me is, is one of those ones where I personally would use common sense, but I get the slippery slope that exists mm. and I understand the NRL going, you know what, let's just... Avoid all of that shit. If you run behind your player, that's it. I just think sometimes though, you're like, 
it's a footy game. Like bodies are in certain areas. You know, like sometimes when they give a penalty away and a player is like. He can't move. Like, where's he? He's just got to disappear. Anyway, uh, but yeah, look, uh, great, great performance by the Tigers. Uh, I really think that uh, I think they're building something pretty good. And you know what? Like, can they make a push to the eight this year? I, I don't think it's that crazy to think anymore. I really don't. Like, I'm not saying they will, but if you had have said to me four weeks ago, I said these guys are destined for the spoon. Now I'm going. You know what? They really can challenge for the eight. Like, they may not make it. But they're looking better and better each week. I don't think any player has had more of an impact on a team's performance. Maybe Reynolds outside of Hastings. Well, Reynolds, Hastings, and Townsend probably. Um, like, Hastings has changed that side. Like, they look like a different side. Uh, and what's crazy is it's all seven. So, Hines, Reynolds, Townsend, and Hastings, all are sevens. It is crazy, but it also isn't at the same yeah. time. You know, like, it's, uh, it, it's, it's very impressive, the impact they've had on I think with Jacko, like it's it's like, like yes, he's improved their football, but it's like he's improved the DNA of the Tigers. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, like a like different club. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally believe, and I've spoken about this before. It's because like he's Madge's guy. So you need a player in the team that's a leader to push the values that the coach wants. It's very hard for a coach to have no one on his side trying to push these values. You, it's like Townsend. Townsend is Peyton's guy. Reynolds is Walter's guy. Yeah. Hines is Fitzgibbon's guy. Very hard if you don't have a guy representing... It's almost like a, a rat in a crew. It's a, it's a bad term, but you know what I'm saying. You've got a rat in the crew where he's going to push what you need to be pushed and, and you know give you the feedback you need to be given. It's the connection between the playing group and the coach that is important, and I think all of them represent well, that so like, much. Uh, um, Ricky Stewart tells a story that when he arrived at the Roosters in 02... He went with a, to have a beer with Freddie and said to him, you're the first guy I'm going to get stuck into. He yeah. sent a message. And he, he sort of said, I never had the opportunity to get stuck into Freddie because he did everything I said yeah. the entire time. And all the, all the other players brought in because Freddie had brought in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and we just want to massive condolences. Like, this is devast- Like, this is serious. This is sad. Alex told me his first tackle in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, gotchas, you oh. motherfuckers. You thought it was something serious, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Woo. That's one nil to me. But it is sad. Alex Thomas is his first tackle, but he absolutely ripped and teared. 23 tackles, only one miss. Uh, 130 metres, 56 post contact. <laughs> Mate, when something sad does happen, I don't know how you're going to be more sincere than that. <laughs> um, now, uh, I thought Alex Thomas was good. I thought, I thought Peachy was good in the centres. Um, one or two reads that weren't great. Another guy I want to give a, a massive shout out, uh, Joe Offen Gowie. I think he's been great. Yeah. I think he's been really good since moving to that 13 role. Uh, 102 metres, 14 runs, uh, six tackle breaks, a line break, 39 tackles, only two misses. Uh, I think he's been great. I think, uh, obviously, Hastings has been really good with 149 metres. Like, his running game is crazy. We have to remember as well, Tigers, they lost Ken Mamalo really early. Uh they lost a couple, another player too, didn't they? They obviously lost uh, um, Stefan, but they lost another player too, didn't they? Anyway, um, so they battled through it. So look, Tigers fans, I'd be super proud. Yes, it's two losses in a row, but it's it's nowhere near the losses that you were having last year. Without taking anything away from Joe's performance, how on earth is that a try? How can you get the ball from dummy half oh my and burrow into yeah. the legs of the guy that plays the ball? Absolutely We're calling obstructions because you're running slightly behind guys that are five minutes in front of you. It's like having a shield. Mm. Yeah, it was that was weird. 
That was weird. They didn't even look at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thomas McKayley played seven minutes. He, he went off. I think he was concussion as well. Yes, yes, that's the Mate, guy that went off. He like, I can't believe they did not go upstairs. If, if it was 16 all, they go upstairs oh. for 100%. Yep. I, sometimes I think like... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Like the, the current state of the match affects calls. Yeah, dictates, like, yeah, yeah. Um, if, if they want it to, like... Not, it's not an active – they're not actively thinking about it, but I do think, like, subconsciously they're kind of like, you know, we want to make this entertaining. Um, I've got no evidence of that, but I do think, like, for example, like certain things that when the game's locked in the balance, it's 16 all, there's a minute to go, certain things get let go that wouldn't get let go in the first minute, and I just think that's natural human nature. Um, but, you know, you are feeding ammo for Manly fans in three weeks' time when – Lachlan Croker does the same thing. Yeah, for sure. It's a close game. He doesn't get it. It's for sure. tough. Yeah. Um, I thought Luke Garner was uh, pretty solid, especially in the attack. Try. That try was great. And I was like, is this a sign of things to come at the Panthers? If he can, if they can find the best in him, who knows? Um, so, yeah. yeah. Tigers fans. I think they desperately need Dane Laurie back, though. Yeah. Desperate. Massive for like, them. We, we touched on last week just the support play when they busted the line against the Dragons. They missed him again so much. But I'm glad you touched on Garner because... It's easy for him to run the field and say, oh, Luke Garner's playing good footy. But before he did that, like since he's come into centre the last three, four weeks, I think he came in against the Sharkies when they got a few put on them. But how good they've been the last month. Garner's been at centre, playing out of position the whole time. Mm. Uh, he's been so effective, doing such a good job defensively for them and not missing a beat in attack. Like, yeah. He's been awesome. I think that there's a reason why the Penrith signed him. Yep. I think you can almost guarantee if Storm or Penrith sign a player, there's something about them that we're not seeing. Yeah. Like, look at Nick Meany. How fucking good <laughs> yeah. has Nick Meany been? It, it's just amazing, amazing. Uh, Coates, like, anyway. Uh, now, on to um, Manly. You know what's crazy? It's like, oh, yeah, quiet game from Tom Trevojevich. A try assist, 230 metres, 64 post-contact, five tackle breaks, offload three, line break assist one, five tackles, only one miss. Um, look, Manly look good. They look really good. Uh, they, they look better with Josh Aloe back. Um, I think Ethan uh, Bullimore has been actually really good since he's gotten down to Manly and every opportunity he's gotten, I think he's taken it. Uh, I think Manly are building nicely. I think they're building nicely. What do you guys think? Well, we're, we were talking about it before show. Like, as good as Turbo was, he's not 100%. No, nah, I don't think he's so. He's not moving. The like same he, way. Yeah, so there's even more in him there. You take out those two-edge back rollers that are... <laughs> They're just about worth a try each each yeah. game, realistically. So Schuster and Olakowatu are out, yep. and they're still playing the way they're playing. It's good signs. Very good signs. Um, what do you think, Timmy? Yeah, as Guru mentioned, uh, Tommy Turbo last year when he was fit and firing was just gliding across the park. He's not like he's he's punching out those numbers, and I reckon he looks underdone. Mm. Um, so that that adding in Olakowatu, Schuster back in there. Jeez, they're building towards something good again after, you know, a slow start to the season. I hate, you know, rapping blokes who already have all the raps in the world on them, but Tolatau Kula 
just looks so good. And you know, we know he's quick. We know he's got a good step on him and a bit of a fend in an offload. Defensively, for his age, he's so strong. Yeah. Like he gets these one-on-ones and just <clears throat> whacks blokes. Yeah. Hits sticks and just sits them on their ass. Yeah. Um, you know, it's easy to look at the attack. Defense is every bit as important, and he's just is so cool. Well, he's short up that edge. Oh, you know, he's short up he? his edge, um, and he's so young. And yeah, he, he has a tendency to shoot out of line, Guru. Yeah. I know you, you, we spoke about that on the weekend, but he nails it nine times out of mm. ten. You know, there might be one that he misses or whatever, but fuck, if you're a rookie nailing it nine times out of ten, Take that's that. enough for me. That's enough for me. Uh, his try that he set up, oh, <laughs> far out. People don't understand to have a footwork like that to beat that many people, there's minimal, like um, maybe five players in the NRL that have footwork like that and speed like that. There's a half break he made down the side, except down the side, little Luke Brooks fucking mowed. I don't think he mowed him down. I think he had the angle on him. Um, yeah, Cooler is special. Man. I was watching that on KO and it, it froze with the ball in Cooler's hand and he had five Tigers defenders in front of him. A jump back on about 15 seconds later and DC's running away, putting the board down. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, mate, that, that try, the, the footwork to go like back in, then out again, and then obviously pass as well. He's just X factor. He is X factor. Yeah, there's not many guys. Go, you, know, you know, he reminded me of that moment like Brett Mullins used to do. Like, oh. that, like where he just, it looked like the guys around him would just be stopped in slow motion. Mm. He just, it, it was incredible. And, mate, the pass inside was a cracker too. That's what I mean. Like, that pass was not an easy pass. Um, DC, fuck, I just, he competes on everything. He had no right to be backing up like that. Like, that's usually the fullback's role or, you know, um, not to say Tommy doesn't work hard, but, like, DC is always there. Tell me a break that's made and DC isn't, isn't there. He must be super, super fit. Um Great win from Manly. Uh, again, uh, Christian uh, Tuipua Tupolotu. Tuipulotu. I got someone, a lot of people messaged me trying, like, showing me how to say that, actually. Oh, no, I won't get it up. Um, so I'm going to try to learn it, but uh, Tuipulotu. Tuipulotu. Anyway, he's, I think he's really, really good, man. The try score was great. Um, I, I think he's kind of, because Cooler is like the name and we all get excited for him and, and rightly so. But I think Christian's been. Mm. Outstanding, he's the one that's kept the spot in the side over all this time, uh, and yeah, I think he's got even you know a lot to offer. So, you know, four tackle breaks, a line break, 119 meters, uh, mate. The Manly are looking good. Imagine this side when they get Schuster and Olakowatu back. It's just, it's a scary side. Yeah, you mentioned him at the start. Josh Alloyer is just. He's their best middle forward. That try scored was beast mode, oh, mate, and you could tell. You know, when he left the Tigers, I actually spoke to him, like, about it. Um, and he was pretty gutted how the whole situation came yeah. about. And and I I think I think people, if more people knew what actually happened in that scenario, they would be much more, uh, I guess, sympathetic to Josh, uh, Alloy, because it wasn't as simple as, put it this way, the contract he signed with Manly wasn't even bigger than the contract he was offered the Tigers. So it wasn't about money. Uh, and that was the kind of narrative that was mm. shifted about. It wasn't about that at all. Uh, there was a lot more to that. And I think you could. Sh- it showed on the weekend how much he wanted to have a good game to to just show them, like, you know, oh, I, just, I, may have, I feel like I deserve to be treated a little bit better because uh, that try scored, that was pure effort. Yeah. Pure effort. Shout out to Morgan Harper too. Made a return after a pretty um, poor game a few weeks ago. They got spoken about a heap and I thought he held his own. Yeah, absolutely. Another guy I want to talk about, 
who has just been flying under the radar this year is the schnack Ruben Garrick. <laughs> he has been so good this year and, and just he doesn't get spoken about this, the amount as like some other wingers. But how, how about this for a knock? Two tries, 141 metres, 55 post contact, 12 tackle breaks. Have you heard anyone talk about Garrick's 12 tackle breaks? Have you? 12 tackle breaks <laughs> and no one's spoken about it. It's, it's incredible, incredible. Two line breaks, four tackles, only one miss. Goal kicking was um, – I think his goal kicking was a little bit off, but he's usually really good. I think Ruben Garrick is one of the most underrated wingers in the comp. It's so easy to be overshadowed in a team like Manly by Tommy Turbo and yeah. DC and these sort of blokes, but <clears throat> Garrick has become such a reliable and dependable player for Desi Hasler on the wing. He, he's a terrific finisher – he doesn't make mistakes. He shifts to fullback when Tommy Turbo's out. He's unreal under the high ball. He's decent last man defence. Yep. He just he's a coach's dream at the moment, isn't he? He is, and you know he's not going to break the bank. He, he is. I said it a couple of weeks ago. He's a winger that you keep at your club for the next ten years because he puts points on the board. Mm. You know he puts points on the board, um, and he's solid. He, he gets through all his work. He's a great defender, as you said, um, mate. I, I honestly think. Uh, I, I really, really appreciate a guy like Ruben. We have to remember, he was nearly a top try scorer last year. Mm. You know, and a lot of people thought, oh, it's Tom Dravojevic, and rightly so. A lot of it was Tom Dravojevic. But, you know, Tommy's been out for the last few weeks, and Ruben was back at fullback playing some really good footy. So, mate, I, I really rate Ruben, and I think, um, I think he's such a chill dude that he'll probably go his whole career not being appreciated as much as he should. I think if like he put him like if he was not such a chill dude and was like on Fox getting interviewed all the time, yeah. I think he probably would be appreciated more. Well, I mean, I think it just shows the fact that he's not at the Dragons anymore. Like he's a he's a Jeringon kid. Like he, he's a proper local junior there that didn't want to leave. Yeah, got appreciated and look at what he's done over at Manly. Mate, he's uh yeah, I'm a massive fan of Garrick, uh the way he looks and the way he plays. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we've got all through all that. Anything else on the manly you want to talk about? Just Benny Trebojevic being the devil's advocate a little bit. Serious future in the game, obviously. He was unreal on the weekend. Mm. Very raw in defence still. He got caught out a few times there. The Joe O try, which was the one where he darted from dummy half. So, again, I don't think it was a try anyway. But uh, the edge where... Who was it? Um, what have you notes got here? Tuolagi. Tuolagi went straight yeah. through, and mm. Burbo just bit to his side. He went straight <coughs> through this massive hole. I think yep. Campbell Graham stood him up a couple of times the week before. All fine, mate. He's a yep. young bloke. He's had a handful of games, but a lot of work to be done on his defence. Yeah, but, for sure. mate, he, he switched on enough yeah. from what I can gather that he'll be right. It's just, it's his last name. Yeah. That just, yep. yeah. People expect hard. him to be more complete than he is when this is his first game ever starting, pretty sure. Yeah, and mate, he's also he's come through the junior grades, absolutely killing yeah. it as well. He, start, he so. started in one game, but not at center. So it's his first game at center. First yeah. starting game. Well, he, he didn't start at center. He started in the back row. row. Yeah, but he was named at center. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think his last name is just going to put so much pressure on him when we have to just take a step back. Look what he did in attack, which was incredible. <laughs> so good in attack. The defense will come. Just got to be patient. But I agree with you, though. It is a part of his game that he'll have to work through. Uh, it's like anyone. I mean, you know, Pappenhusen, he had to work through parts of his game and look, look where he is now. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.